regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of Sean. Good evening and welcome to Regular Features. Oh, I gotta sneeze. Wait. No, it's gone. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's, it's annoying, isn't it? The podcast it that is waiting, like every week, for Steve to sneeze. This is a real element of danger I wasn't expecting. Oh, he's... <gasps> he's looking up at the light. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to make it come in, but it's not. Because it's a... Come on, oh. Steve. No, just go ahead. If you can hold okay. it right to the end of the intro, that would be great. <laughs> like every week... We are the podcast that comes to you every week. I'm John Blythe. I'm the one who is looking at Steve's face with so much tension in my body. Steve keeps turning on more and more <laughs> lights on his face. <laughs> All he wants to do is sneeze that he may be released. Joe yeah. is also here. Sorry, I'm really excited about Steve sneezing. This is going to happen. I can't wait for him to cut it out and put it right before the jingle. Sorry, I'm actually going to pin him to the Zoom screen because I need to see this in full. <laughs> oh, it's completely gone now. No. How do you make Get yourself Get the pepper, sneeze? bitch. We need this. We need this as a way out of whatever we're in the middle okay. of right now. No, you're just no, going to have to continue. Sneeze, he's not sneezing. Okay. No. Shall we start again then? No. <laughs> right. We've got halfway through. I'm John Blythe and I'm here with... <laughs> It is time for the next regular feature. Boys, I was listening to last week's episode. A little mm. uh, Joe and Log special, was it? Oh, yeah, baby. My second one with me and Joe alone. I'm getting used to it now. Quite worms, think worms, it could be a spin-off worms. show. It could be. I think, Just, I think we've got a real little fiery bit of wit. And you just make of me us. giddy, Joe. It's just so fun being around you, Joe. We're the giggly I'm, ones. That's kind of fine. Why. I'm fine with it. I'm I'm fine with it. Um, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> because you, you, we need you sometimes to temper us, to rein us in, and make you, us sensible, Steve. You can't see it, readers, but Steve just crushed a mug while he said that <laughs> with his bare hand. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, it's great to see you two palling around without me. Slowing you down, you know. <laughs> While you were at a fucking free bar in Malta. <laughs> well, I it wouldn't have, would have been nice to have been invited. I mean, yeah, I was on on holiday, but I don't know, just like I could have skyped in or something. But no, it's fine because it was great to watch you two hang out together. Because um, mm. yeah, I mean, you don't get to see enough of each other and stuff. And I thought you had mm. a great energy with one another, and it was infectious. Um, I thought it was infectious and fun. Fun <laughs> to see you together. This is infectious. Okay. But it's not yes. but it's not fun to listen to somehow. <laughs> I'm really it got on me edge. To thinking about other wild adventures you could go on, just the two of you without anyone else on the podcast. Mm -hmm, so I sure. wrote a script. It's called Joe and Log's Amazing Gem Adventures. Colon. Topaz Hunt. N dash. Descent into the Moor of Kalakmul for a very big diamond. Semicolon. Neptune's Revenge. Asterisk, asterisk. New Game Plus hyphen final bracket one close bracket dot PDF. Well, <laughs> and it's presented know. on a Doc X. So this is amazing. <laughs> I'm not convinced yet, but I'm sure that if I have this adventure with Joe, it'll be a lot of fun both for us and the readers. Mm -hmm. Jungle sound effects. I love the more of Kalak Mool. <laughs> Sorry. 
just talking about how I love the mall of more of Calak Mall. Didn't mean to interrupt. It's just the problem is, Steve, that me and Log have such a natural rapport now that I will actually speak over you because I'll just assume that Log's going to speak after I'm done. <laughs> and I will. I, I always, I'll always be there for you, Joe. Thank you. Catch you when you fall. I'll just fucking mute myself then, shall I? <laughs> shall we read the script? Oh the yeah. Let the okay. gems begin. Go. Well, Joe, here we are at the moor of Kalakmul, deep in the Amazonian rainforest. And let me tell you, my finely tuned gem sensors are going hickadoo-lally about a nearby crystal or five. Well, that must mean the crystals are nearby. I can't wait to pop a lukewarm temple topaz right into my mouth. Oh, I'm gonna go full Scrooge McDuck on a silo full of amethysts. And I don't mean diving into them and then doing the backstroke while spitting amethysts up into the air. I'm talking about the deleted episode where Scrooge McDuck fingers amethyst after amethyst into his cloaca while Huey, Dewey and Louie all called the police on him. Well, I'm going to climb into a sarcophagus and close the lid behind me and just die of not having any emeralds plus thirst. I am going to study to become an archaeologist at Harvard University. Then come right back here and open your sarcophagus in 5,000 years and your powdered remains are going to sparve into my face like a shook-up can of sugar-free Red Bull. And when I rub the dust from my eyes, I will discover that your calcified heart has hardened into a cursed ruby. Mm, and I will live in your pocket, cursing your thigh with every step you take. I will slap my thigh with delight when I see an opal and destroy you and break the curse. Well, I'll materialise by your side as though no time has passed at all, confused and frightened by hover gems, but relieved to be alive. It's the future now. They've got hover gems now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five thousand years later. Yeah, thanks, Steve. And we will, and we will forever be changed by the experience. I, a time foreigner stranded in strange times. And I, a 5,000-year-old archaeologist with packed-up amethyst guts. But we will be happy. Let's go get some motherfucking crystals, brother. Crystal, crystal boys, boys are, are on the move. Let's do that again. <laughs> <laughs> In your meter. <laughs> no, no, it sort of fell apart at the end there. You sort of lost your... I thought you were... I thought you were gelling, but now you're... You, uh... you knocked us out of sync. You no. have ruined... <laughs> A spin-off. No, it's like the you know when you get to the end of a cellar tape and the very last bit isn't sticky. It's dry and powdery and attaches to nothing. That was your friendship running out. It's no. gone now. Don't do that to me again. <laughs> I can't believe he wrote an entire lovely feature about gems just for the final bit where you knew Zoom would ruin our friendship. Not so into now, are you? No. Worms my eye. <laughs> Steve, do you want to do a two-man next week? Just me and you, yeah? Yeah. Steve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve. Don't, can you don't, ask... Don't tell Joe. Steve, can you ask Gav if he'd do a two-man with me so I don't have to look at either of you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and Just Matt. Leave it, leave it hanging there. None of us mentioned Matt. We've ticked past the first minute of December, which means that you're allowed 
reader to listen to Christmas music. If you want to. You don't have to. But you're allowed. And it led me to thinking about what you two might like to listen to for Christmas songs. What are your favourite Christmas songs? Well, there's Fairy Tale of New York. Everyone likes that one. Yeah. You get to say what happened to Kirsty McCall every time you listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like a little pub quiz inside a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think we've talked before about how I like how Little Donkey sounds weirdly sexy. Little Donkey. <laughs> little Donkey. Dick dragging across my chest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it is quite a sexy that song. Yeah, like. I never, never paid attention to the lyrics, but the bit about the donkey's dick being dragged across your chest... Yeah, he's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, been keel hauled in reverse with a dick. I think it's about how he couldn't pull Santa's sleigh because he too much drag, <laughs> too, <laughs> too much Jesus on him. <laughs> really heavy messiahs. Um. Well, I you know you've shared yours, so you guys obviously know um, my favorite Christmas song, which is "Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoo Hoo." <laughs> A classic. Oh, so you know it? No. <laughs> oh, you don't know Nose Nose I don't Yum know, Yum Yoo Hoo? I've heard of this. Uh, this was, I'm not familiar with it before. Well, this is what I thought. It's weird. It sounds like it has a kind of dance to it. Yeah, well, it's like a Eurovision nose. song. Yum Yum. It's, it sounds like that. I think it maybe that's like medieval speak or whatever. Not sure. Because, you know, like... Good King Wenceslas. What the fuck's a Wenceslas? Have you met a Wenceslas? No, there hasn't been one for ages. I went to school with a Wenceslas. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> Just like you didn't go to a school with a nose nose yum yum yoohoo. But this is the thing. Every year, every year, me and my family, we gather around the Christmas pyre and we sing nose nose yum yum yoohoo. And when we were growing up, my dad always played the character of the man. And my uncle would play the villain. And it was heartwarming. We'd all listen to them sing Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoohoo. And I really love it, but it never seems to make it onto playlists or on Spotify or in shops or whatever. I get quite sad because I love you, Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoohoo. <laughs> it's so nostalgic. And when, the other day, I was in the body shop buying a big bar of soap to get rid of my fleas. And I thought I heard... <laughs> For a second, I thought I heard Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoohoo come on, on the body shop radio. And I was so startled, and I started windmilling my arms. And I knocked over a cardboard standee of body shop founder Damonita Roddick. And then all the body shop attendants bustled over and started shouting, Get off the dame! Get off the dame! And I couldn't <laughs> actually hear Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoohoo over the din. It was very upsetting, and they pushed me out. But I knew it was about three minutes long. So what I did, I, right, so I, I got out. I ran right next door into JD Sports. And I bought one of their athletic ear trumpets that athletes use for listening to the start of Pistol. <laughs> and I secreted myself against the glass at the front of the body shop. Which is how they stopped the shampoo from flowing away. And I'd listen through the glass with my ear trumpet like this. Oh, is it nose nose yum yum yoo-hoo? <laughs> it was the first nose nose yum yum yoo-hoo of the year. It was so exciting. And what I heard sh 
shocked me to my core. Someone's <laughs> done a cover of Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoo-Hoo. They've taken out almost every reference to the true meaning of the song. They've modernised it. It's all about Santa and saying Merry Christmas. And there's a bit about tiny tots with their eyes all aglow. Which is some fucking supernatural bullshit. Fiery coals. Children of the corn. Exactly. And Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoo-Hoo is not about children of the corn. It's about getting down to the meaning of Christmas, which we'll hear shortly. <laughs> I don't want to say about noses. I don't want to say it's it's woke, but if I awoke and heard that version of Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoo-Hoo playing on my car radio because I sleep in my car at Christmas, I would drive that car to the top of a hill, get out, leave the parking brake off, and let it careen wherever it will. <coughs> and so you shouting, two shouting at your car, careen where thou wilt, careen automobile down here. <laughs> <laughs> Plague your heathen yum yum yo ho. <laughs> so, I gather from this that neither of you have twigged what knows knows yum yum yo ho sounds like the original, which is fine because I've done my own recording, and I want our readers to go out there and make sure that when they hear the other version in the body shop, whatever, they stop what they're doing, they drop all their shopping directly on the ground and they sing all the lyrics of Nose Nose Yum Yum Yoo Hoo instead. Log if you will. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And Jack Frost wants a bit more nose Everybody knows That Jack Frost has a taste for nose Human noses are his treat Some might think that he'd go for your toes But Jack Frost's kink is not for feet I know that Jack Frost is on his way And he's been gunning for my nose today had a nip repeatedly my schnoz is blood red ripe to eat <laughs> and so I'm setting up this trebuchet to chuck a washing machine at him don't know what brand Maybe Bosch or Millet. Jack Frost, fuck off or I'll crush you. Oh God, he's here. Yes, it's me, Jack Frost, and I've come for what is mine. 
I want your nose. It looks like a juicy little plum on the front of a big beige peach. But I don't want the beige peach. I just want the plum on the front of the peach. Juicy, juicy. Uh, actually, I've got a trebuchet. I've got a trebuchet, so if you could stand back or I will um, flatten you. No, I'd actually quite like the nose. That's it. <laughs> you missed. <laughs> My nose. And so I'm eating yet another nose. So sweet and succulent to chew. Once again, I utter my immortal catchphrase. Nose, nose, yum, yum. You who? <laughs> Nostril. <laughs> How do you manage to sound so sexy while saying melee? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just the old lyrics. I can't help it if they were sexy in medieval times with their washing machines. I want you to say more brand names to me. Say Makita. Makita. Oh. Now say Khrushchev. <laughs> that's a <laughs> Russian man. Hmm, I don't know. I just want you to say things to me now. Khrushchev. Le Creuset. Uh... Kenwood. That's like, that's like Joseph Joseph foldable chopping board. <laughs> no. I'm gonna keep you holding on. I'm gonna edge I'm gonna, edge, I'm gonna you edge you with brand names. I love songs where the antagonist comes in and sings the last verse because he's murdered the main person. Oh, he's just <laughs> eat, no, he's just eating the nose of him. He doesn't necessarily been murdered. It's not fatal. Yeah, it's well, the still other a Christmas didn't make song. Any more noise. No, he was well. He said, "Oh no, my nose!" <laughs> and you can you can assume he scampered away from the recording booth, where all of this took place. Noseless but alive. Noseless but alive, ready for another day. That's just the way it was. That's the way of the streets, the cobblestone streets. I saw Steve. You really seem to appreciate that Jack Frost wasn't nipping at his toes. You wagged your finger in the air as though to go, "Yes." I know Jack Frost doesn't yeah. nip at your toes. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, yeah. I've, I've picked up on Jack Frost's uh, peculiar obsession with the nose. I was just googling another, the only other song I know about um, not noses, but where the bad guy comes in and sings a verse, and it's "Stay" by Shakespeare's sister. <laughs> Is that when this? Is that when the sister the, comes in? The evil, the, evil lady comes in. She's stolen yes, someone into yes. a, a horrible dimension, and she's you all better like, "You better hope and, hope and pray that you wake up one day." It's like, oh my god, okay. the song's got a bad guy. I didn't realize I was in such such exalted company. It's the second song I've heard with a bad guy. I love it. That's really good. Uh, well, yeah. Nose, 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 yum, yum, yoo-hoo. <laughs> an, entire film, an entire feature built around the idea that I didn't know how to rhyme Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> and just wrote that and then went, oh, I better come up with a framing narrative for it. We'll see what happens after that. Finally, I feel like Christmas is around the corner now. It's the first time I've felt festive 
this year so far. That's the Aww. first Christmas feature we've done this year. It mm. is. Oh. Unless we'll you do Christmas features until about February, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really do extend those. Um, and by the time it comes around to March, it'll be time for spookies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess worms are a kind of tinsel. So maybe last week was officially the start. <laughs> Nature's meat tinsel. Just Nature's meat tinsel. <laughs> Worms are definitely more Halloween adjacent. Uh, mm, Thanksgiving. I'm going to give you a list of animals. You're going to say if they're Halloween or if they're Christmas. Okay. We'll start with worms. Well, I um, think Christmas, but you've overruled. Well, I just think, yeah, dig- digging your hand into a bucket of worms and just... Offering them around the Christmas table, yeah. Like celebrations. Right. If worms aren't Halloween, then there's no point doing the quiz. <laughs> because worms are definitely... So, rat. Mm. Oh, that's Easter. Similar yeah, Easter rat. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Easter rat that goes around sniffing out... Um, eggs. Your eggs. <laughs> yeah. The Easter right. rat comes around, sniffs out the bunny's eggs, and shouts, Imposter! Bunnies can't have eggs! That's his whole right. role. <laughs> He just the, shouts. He's a he's, really rude rat. He's, he's shout- the Dawkins of Easter. What about bats? Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah bat, of course. Yeah. yeah, you are right about that one. I'm sorry. Okay, end of the quiz. <laughs> I feel like you're not being cooperative. <laughs> I am! I had a good list of animals that was really going to stump you, but you've, you're not calibrated properly for hedgehog. <laughs> Hedgehog's Christmas because it's like you put the fucking cheese on it. Hedgehog is Christmas, yes. No, Hedgehog's Halloween, because it looks like a spiky evil guy's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Like Guy Fieri. Yeah, he looks like Guy Fieri, the most popular costume. Sexy Guy Fieri. Joke's on you. He was already sexy. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were saying the law. <laughs> he was sexy because he was a hedgehog on his head. <laughs> Thank you for taking part in my second feature of the episode. Ah. What is it? Halloween or Christmas animal? <laughs> Just coming up with them off, off the top of the dome now. <laughs> yeah, you should be saving this shit. Hello, yes. I just bought Zoom. If I went quiet during your feature, Joe, it's because I was, I just didn't want the 10 minute timer. So I bought Zoom. We've got Zoom now as a podcast. Shit. We've made it. We are. It's just happening. I put it on the pub account. I'll pretend that we do a fucking live pub quiz or something. Can we be governors? Executive governors governors of the pub. You know, like schools have governors and no one knows what the fuck they're for. Oh, yeah, you can be be trustees, you can be governors, you can be uh, shareholders, whatever you like, mate. You You just say what you want to be called. Say it. Emperor. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that went up a you notch get, pretty get quickly. Emperors get a stool at the bar. You don't get much higher than emperor. Stool at the bar and no clothes. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Two things I know about emperors. They don't wear clothes and they got a stool at the bar. Damn right. And now, just as I realise that I've just poured wine into the remnants of a gin and tonic, <laughs> making a very disgusting drink for my feature... I shall begin the feature that I just alluded to. Thank you. I have been listening to podcasts. 
I've decided to go back to listening to Behind the Bastards because Robert Evans is one of the two podcast voices that I am in love with. One is Tim Henson from, from, Tim Henson from Distorted View, and one is Robert Evans from Behind the Bastards. I just like the way he talks about being extremely violent with knives and guns and is also kind of cool. <laughs> it makes me just want to just get... I just want him to throw a knife at me and just <laughs> for it to miss and me to think, you kind of meant that to miss, didn't you, Robert? Oh, it's a kiss. It's a kiss. I, I don't know what Robert sounds like. Can you do a passable impression? I'm Robert Evans. <laughs> and this stands bastard. That's your Elon Musk that's voice Elon from Musk a couple again. of weeks. No, that, that's the Elon. No, no, that's not Elon Musk. That's the guy who sucks off spiders. Yeah. I don't know. It's all, it's all, they're, all, they're all in here. <laughs> <laughs> But the one thing I, as much as I love the podcast, I love listening to this, the long, long story of Napoleon Bonaparte the Third. Um, do you listen to any iHeart Radio podcasts? Yes, I listen and, to the podcast by the gents from Workaholics. And just don't do you, give a shit about nobody. And is, is the content ruined for you as as it is for me? Mm. By the fucking adverts. The adverts on iHeartRadio. And look, I'd love the to be on iHeartRadio. <laughs> but Just... the in-house iHeartRadio adverts are enough to turn me off getting paid by iHeartRadio. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure it's a network where everybody benefits from each other's relationship with each other. But if I had to sit down with you two and go, I'm John Blythe, and something I love is having fun with my friends. I, there's one recently. It sounds like a good podcast. This is part of the problem. Some of the podcasts actually sound really good, but the way the adverts are done make me never want to listen to them. There's one where it's a guy talking about how he reads long reads from, from newspapers and then talks to the journalists about it. But he's so nonchalant and like laissez-faire about the whole thing. It makes me go... You don't like this podcast. There's a bit where he's like, mm, I guess I'm not actually that much of an expert. I just get my friends in and I don't pay them. It's, it's and you're like, fuck yeah, you, you about... stupid bastard. <laughs> pay your it's friends. About... They wrote it. My friends, I just got access to such an amazing group of friends. Not like you, you fucking idiot who doesn't have even... a podcast. And you, you boring friends who I hate. <laughs> you would have to pay them, you stupid prick. There's a reason you're the audience, and that's because you're shit. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> that, yeah, that it's kind of vibe upsetting. I get off them. So this is the uh, this is a genuine one. This is a genuine one that I heard today. That I've heard it three times because they they saturate it. Mm. Uh, here we go. I'm Mangesh Atikader, and to be honest, what? I don't believe in astrology. I don't believe in astrology. Don't need to say like that, mate. Carry on, though. But from the moment I was born, it's been a part of my life. It's been a part of my life. Oh. Just, they're so acting. It's just like, how many takes did you do on this before you were allowed out of the booth? In India, it's like smoking. You might not smoke, but you're going to get secondhand astrology. And lately, I've been wondering if the universe has been trying to tell me to stop running and pay attention. Because maybe there is magic in the stars. If you're willing to look for it. Oh fuck off. God. Just fuck off. <laughs> Stupid prick. But carry on. So I rounded up some friends and we dove in and let me tell you, it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. 
it, it got weird pretty now, damn fast. Let me tell you, there's gonna be some fucking compelling content that you were not expecting. Mm, that sound good, though. I actually <laughs> met you. I actually met a Sagittarius. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> Speaking of let the Virgo, you, my Mercury was rising. <laughs> <laughs> in my thermometer retrograde don't even think about it <laughs> he goes on tantric curses major league baseball teams cancelled marriages k-pop but just when I thought I had a handle on this sweet and curious show about astrology my whole world came crashing down <laughs> get ready <laughs> For a fucking twist, my friends. If he says he, and then his whole world came crashing down. If he says he got cancer, then I'm gonna freak out. (laughs) Because if it was him, (laughs) oh my god, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Then (laughs) all the water fell out of my body. (laughs) Situation doesn't look good. There is risk to father. Situation doesn't look good. There is risk to father. Risk to father. Father zone compromised. Rather (laughs) in danger. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. You don't find out anything more about that, but it does sound like he's using a health scare to his father as a kind of episode four twist. There is risk to father. Mother's structural integrity is critical. (laughs) (laughs) Please use the nanomachines. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go. And my whole view on astrology, it changed. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, I think your ideas are going to change too. Listen to Skyline Drive starting November 29th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No. If anyone listening to this podcast goes on to listen to Skyline Drive, oh, you're fucking out. You're not allowed to listen anymore. (laughs) I might listen to it. I'm... Oh, I'm going to have to listen to it now, I'm I'm just so I can hate it, it properly. There's, I don't, um, there's no, there's, yeah, obviously, there's no amount of sick dad that could make me want to believe in <laughs> astrology. <laughs> Speaking of someone whose dad got so sick, he just, he, he went to 100% sick and stopped being alive from it. What? Is he all right now? My eyes, yeah, my, my eyes never drifted towards a newspaper and went, hmm, maybe... I should change career. (laughs) Maybe I will meet somebody interesting. I just don't know how you're trying to do a podcast where you're trying to appeal equally to skeptics and believers in astrology. And if you are doing that, what kind of tepid middle-of-the-road shit are you actually going to come out with? Yeah, just come out and say... Maybe um, it is. People who don't believe in astrology are fucking dumbasses. I know, because my dad got sick because of a Capricorn he saw. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, that, and I know I've done this before, I know I did an episode where I did some fake podcast adverts, but I just had to respond to my fucking, my bodily rejection of that advert made me want to do another. So here you go. Have a fucking advert for my new podcast. I'm really excited. 
Hi, I'm Allegro Cambrio, and me and my best friend Candy Potash have always been in two minds about cheese. Sometimes you want a bit of cheese and sometimes you don't, you know? That's why I decided to get a group of friends together to dig into the hidden world of cheese. And it didn't take long for things to get weird. This guy says I can buy a wheel of cheese. What the fuck is that? From big city cheese brokers to the Moroccan souks where baby bell change hands in secret backroom deals, we dug deep and got the hairy dairy lowdown on what cheese is, where it comes from, and how you can make your own illegal cheese at home using only the animals that crawl into your trap. So tangy. But one night during a thunderstorm, we created a cube of forbidden cheese out <laughs> of a dead beagle, and that's when everything changed. <laughs> it's bad news about your father. Someone's inflating him like one of the monsters out of Dig Dug. It's my understanding he's got seconds to live. You don't have a choice anymore, Allegra. You've got to feed him the cheese. And that's when we learned the true nature of compassion and the limits of what milk can become. Listen to the infinite cheese endeavor. We think you'll learn something about cheese and a lot about love. <laughs> Right, two things about that. One, I've never yeah. laughed more at just a <laughs> dial tone. <laughs> two, the problem here, Log, is that you're such a consummate storyteller that that's immediately made me want to hear every single episode of yes. this podcast. It's You didn't capture how annoying those adverts are because that was engaging. I desperately want to know about the beagle cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the problem, that, the, the annoying adverts are covering up for the fact that there's clearly no fucking content in there. Yours sounds like it is packed wall to I, wall with cheese. God damn it. And also, I do like the idea of the father being in a hospital bed while there's a doctor on one side and on the other side of the bed is someone inflating him like a monster out of Dig Dug. <laughs> a guy in a big hood so he can't be I identified. Can, there's nothing I can do about it. He'll be dead in seconds. There was the, yeah, it's there not was a, a medical condition. It's a crime in progress. <laughs> but doctors aren't allowed to stop crimes. No, so they're not the policemen. Um <laughs> The thing I really liked, another thing I liked about that was when you talked about <laughs> Moroccan souks and swapping baby bells, and Steve's face lit up. <laughs> like, you know why it did? Because I um, started writing a good boys go to Marrakesh uh, feature. Nice. Yes. Uh, and oh, then we could have had the and link. did the gems thing, and it would have been, like, I wrote down Moroccan souk <laughs> on my hand. <laughs> did you do this is like actual oh God. This is like an actual magic trick. You know when someone's like, write you down your name on this card and I'll make you fart it out in three minutes. Like you've just done that. He's well, actually just because got... I thought I went to a souk in Malta and I just thought, oh yeah, I like a souk, like souk and a dick. <laughs> so, uh, Did you say that to everyone in every market store holder? Yeah. Steve that got could boring you... very quickly. Sorry, oh, Steve. That's good, man. We got the fucking link. We're back. We're back it's the baby. only time it's happened with me and you, to the exclusion of Joe. Uh -huh. Twin thing. <laughs> we are Tia and Tamara. <laughs> We're rocking this episode. So, uh, speaking of not getting it wrong again, I did it with this one, too. And, um, <laughs> You've got another one. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm Elon Musk, and I'm sick of people talking shit about jizz. Did you know that the average load of human semen could, could blind every mouse on Earth? That's simply not true, Mark Zuckerberg. And quite frankly, you should know better. Yeah, I do know better, Elon. I'm just saying one of the things about jizz that it really annoys me to hear because it's not true. Mm, you got me real good that time, Mark Zuckerberg. We do have a lot of fun. It's this combination of effortless camaraderie. And annoyance with the absolute rubbish that people spout off about Willy White. It's why I, Mark Zuckerberg. And more importantly, I, Elon Musk, decided to start a podcast that debunks the junk about the most difficult liquid to get out of the penis. Elon, Elon, I heard that if you wank onto a swan, the swan will no longer be waterproof and all the water will get in the swan. Debunked. Mark, I heard that sperm needs to be stored at 77 degrees Kelvin or it will start growing arms and legs. Debunked. <laughs> Every week we all ask a guest to come on and respond to popular myths, amazing facts and deal with the stuff that you've heard about our favourite fluids. Dear Elon and Mark, is it true that you can live on a of just sperm if it is the sperm of someone who has just had a really big dinner. There's, There's only, only one, one way, way to, to find, find out. <laughs> so join me, Elon Musk, and me, Mark Zuckerberg, as we hang around outside restaurants and try to survive and thrive on the jizz of the well-fed elite. We think you'll learn a bit about jizz and a lot about love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a hard out from that one as well. Like, that just really stops. <laughs> no fade for iHeartRadio. Oh, I couldn't, yeah. That, as it turns out, the Incompetech song didn't have a nice finish on that one. It just faded out, so yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and there's also, it's like... And a lot about love! <laughs> so I, I kind of like the abrasiveness <laughs> yeah, of that. it's very right. abrupt. Things, I loved it. My thing about that was, mm-hmm. I started out thinking, well, just do something about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg being unlikable pricks. But by the end of that, I really like their relationship and dynamic. They seem to yeah. be having such a nice mm-hmm. time. Debunked. Come on. They, have, they have curious minds yeah. and a willingness to eat bucket loads of cum for science. Yeah. And a loud buzzer. <laughs> really loud buzzer. Yeah, a buzzer that's, that's going deb- to need compression in That's audition. the debunking buzzer. It's, <laughs> it's got to be loud, otherwise how do you know it's been debunked? That's yeah, you might just think I- it's bunked. He's normally bunked it. Rebunked. <laughs> I'd like to do someone, who, some people who rebunk myths, and just sort of say, <laughs> "No, it's true, actually." It's myth myth bunkers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch myth bunkers. A couple of guys who walk around, they're like, "Yeah, actually, Zeus was a guy." See ya. <laughs> a kilo of steel is heavier than a kilo of feathers. Obvious. <laughs> it just makes fucking sense. Think just, about it. Just walking up to a fucking scientist. We bunked you. We fucking we bunked, bunked you. <laughs> All of his science clothes come whizzing off. He's revealed to just be a man. Or a woman. <laughs> Puts his hands to his groin and shuffles off camera sadly. <laughs> like, no. I've done the whole PhD and everything. That got bunked right off my clothing. <laughs> it's a scientist PhD with a big bunk stamp coming down. Bunked. Bunk. <laughs> yeah, we just bunked another scientist. <laughs> my bunker.
<laughs> do another oh, nice. advert, Log. <laughs> I haven't. I do myth bonkers. bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's next week. This is my new job on the podcast. All I'm going to do is make fake adverts and podcasts. <laughs> Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features Podcast? Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like this episode, you can go to Regular Features... No, 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 Steve. No, no, no. You're out of action. You've been out of action too long, Steve. You've lost it. (laughs) He's having flashbacks to Malta. You can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating £2 per episode. And in return, you will get access to The Hive. That's the Patreon-exclusive Discord channel where we hang out and tell little stories to one another. You'll also get your very own B name. We will drag your human name out back and (laughs) send it into the afterlife with a shotgun. Like old yellow. That's a great bee name. <laughs> oh yeah, old oh, yeah, <laughs> old yellow and black stripey. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, please give a bee name to the following new patrons: a human who goes by the name of Lucifer Official. Human, you what, say? The, we've got the official one here. Old Lucifer Blue Tick over there. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like when they don't have their real names on Patreon, they're trying to keep their human name. But know oh. that if this is you, Lucifer Official, you know what your human name is. That's gone. By no proxy, we've name. killed it. Yeah. Don't think you can get around us that easily. It's kind of like God rules for this. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, you'd God know knows a, everything. You'd know a thing or two about that, Lucifer right. You crossed that guy a couple of times, <laughs> if I remember my Bible studies. <laughs> um... Just nearly said Honey Chuggins. That's already a name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, I, I was stuck on thinking of Hornby because, like, Hornby make trains. <laughs> Devil got horns. <laughs> B is B. And Doom Train was a <laughs> hell train from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, there's a, there's a, it's a jigsaw, and I'm not putting it together. You've got a cool <laughs> mind. I feel like it's... You know when Doctor Strange like goes into his head and starts thinking all this mad shit? Yeah. That's Log thinking of B names. <laughs> yeah, he's putting together a million possible timelines. There's a reason I go cross-eyed when I'm <laughs> Avengers about- Endgame would have been shite if, we, if he'd come out of that trance and been like, Hornby. Like like, the Doom Train from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, great, we're fucking dead. Buffet, buffet cars. Because B, beefy car. <laughs> beefy. First class carriage. Well, I mean, we've got the B name. Beefy car. Beefy. Beefy car. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please give a B name to Colin McKay. Colin McRae's high speed B-Rally experience. Please give a B-name to Lobsang Vimes. The ten-ton tin B. (laughs) (laughs) That one got me. Yeah. (laughs) A B-name, please, for Cullum Rudd. What does a bee's fart smell of? Honey, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Does a bee's fart smell of? Honey, dot, dot, dot. 
I suppose. I suppose. (laughs) That makes sense, because it would... I'm I'm assuming the stinger's just covered in honey, so the anus just being below that, whatever it smells of, would pick up some honey from it. Wait, when you get stung... Guts and honey. (laughs) It smells of guts and honey. (laughs) When you're stung, do you get free honey? Intravenous honey injection. Yeah. That's a bee name. <laughs> <laughs> Please give that bee name to Dave Higgins. Intravenous honey injection. Intra- Directly Venus. into old yellow and black stripe bee. <laughs> injection. Directly into old yellow. And who was the other bee? Black stripey. Oh, it was old yellow, black and stripey. That's, That's the name of this huge bumblebee they keep like a dog <laughs> which is actually another bee name we've given in the past <laughs> how do you spell intravenous that's a tricky spell one spell it however you want they have to yeah, deal with it don't look it, it up if, if it's wrong it's just stylized yeah don't look it up yeah. it's however you want it spelled okay well if you'd like your own bee name you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features that's uh, that would be great if you did that. Actually, <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Pretty hard up at the moment. It's Christmas. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's get my um my cape, <laughs> my shredded cape remnants up on the shop, shall we? Oh, yeah, oh God, send me the bloody send me the the JPEGs of them. Yes, and and also a price structure. Um. Yeah, enough to cover postage and then cover my cape. My cape rental fees and my cape repair fees. Then everything else after that, I will give to mermaids. <laughs> the trans charity for children, yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. You weren't just being whimsical. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What's whimsical about cutting up the bit of a cape that I got tailored off because I thought I was going to a fancy dress as a wizard and it wasn't supposed to be and I burnt it on a candle. A candle. And now I'm evidence. selling it for charities. Excellent. Deadly serious. No, nothing whimsical about that. If you'd like to own a piece of regular features history, rare limited edition memorabilia, then go to the regular features shop. And you'll find Incredibly it. recent history. <laughs> that, and also, you could reframe this whole bit as, if you'd like to be a paying accessory to a crime. <laughs> it's not a crime to love your country. <laughs> regular features. Regular features. Regular features.